What is going on, everybody? This is Travis Cisneros. You're listening to the Forger's Freedom Podcast. And I'm not taking a walk today while I'm doing this, so hopefully you can hear me all right. But uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about confidence. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Confidence. Really, the three reasons you might have low confidence and how to supercharge it. So to boost your confidence tenfold, you have to fix these three simple problems. So maybe you've been feeling knocked down, you know, maybe so many times in life that it's hard to get back up again. Maybe you're just sick of being dealt the losing hand. Kind of wonder why nothing's really gone your way lately. You know, does it, does it feel like the whole world is against you? And if that is, if that's you, and if it does feel that way, you're probably right. You know, the way society has been set up is, you know, so that you're pressured to adhere to certain standards, literally from the day you're born. You're taught to fall in line, be safe rather than sorry. You know, always have a plan B. And ask for advice from others, or, or even worse, ask for the opinion of others, right? Well, I'm here to tell you, as my voice cracked, uh, I'm here to tell you that that's a lot of horseshit. And if you try to abide by all those standards, you're undoubtedly going to have broken confidence. But it's okay. You just need someone here to help you learn a better way. So that's what I'm here to tell you. The top three challenges you face and how to transform them into some superhero-like confidence boosters, okay? So, number one problem you're facing right now. And I remember when uh, when I was 25 years old, as a young NFL agent, you know, kind of like the movie Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise. And at the time, I was debating taking a leap of faith, uh, quitting the NFL agent I was working for who had trained me and and going off on my own to start my own brand. I'd been growing my contacts in the NFL for a couple years and had some experience recruiting players under my belt. I felt like I was, I was ready for the challenge. You know, the problem was that you know, there was this guy that I trusted and confided in uh, who, who just really didn't believe in me. You know, I remember when I was first starting out, he was so adamant trying to, <laughs> trying to basically stop me. You know, when I, uh, when I first got into the business before I was able to register as an agent, so I had to pass this, uh, this three-hour-long agency exam. You know, when I told him about the plan and, and the exam I had to pass, he berated me with just reasons why I shouldn't even try it in the first place. You know, he kept saying things like, you're not a lawyer, you didn't go to law school, you don't have any experience, it's just not going to happen. And the test, the test is a 35% pass rate. How on earth do you think you're going to pass that? And it was, honestly, it was pretty hard to hear, right? I almost decided not to take the exam uh, in the first place after hearing that. But luckily, I had, uh, I had another close friend who was taking the test as well, and he encouraged me to continue on. And in the end, I ended up taking the exam, and I passed it. But then I found myself again here telling this guy that I was going to take a leap of faith and start my own agency. And this time, God, this time he was way worse. You know, he said, don't do it. You know, work for the other agent for a few more years, get to know more people, and wait until you work with more players. You know, what if you get sued by a player? And then also, how's the other agent going to feel knowing that he trained you and you left? You sound selfish, right? You're going to be all on your own. It takes time to grow an agency. How are you going to make a living in the meantime? You know, you're already in debt. How do you plan to settle into a serious relationship, afford rent, if you leave your day job? And then what if, what if players want you to cover training costs? How do you plan to pay for all that on your own? It's like, dude, this is a terrible idea. Wait until the time's right. Don't rush it. You're stupid. 
<laughs> don't go through with it. Don't do it. And by that point, you know, my heart was racing and I was pretty terrified, uh, already embarrassed and defeated, pretty much had a lack of belief in myself. And, you know, him telling me this was just pissing me off even more. And, you know, I finally, I finally hit the boiling point. And that's, that's when it happened, right? I stood up, walked over to the full length mirror in my bedroom, looked right into the mirror in my own eyes. And I told him, Travis, you can either trust me and support me or you can get the hell out of my way. So the number one problem that you're probably facing right now, like I did, is that you are your own worst enemy. You know, the negative self-talk, the constant second-guessing, the calculation of the odds to why you shouldn't even try it, and the waiting for the perfect moment. It's all, it's all bullshit. It doesn't serve you. It chains you. You know, the funny thing, looking back, you know, I still remember that first thought that came to my mind after I stood there alone in my room, fighting with myself in the mirror. You know, the thought was, once you've seen the eyes of the beast, the battle's already been won. You know, and, and as I thought about that, it's, it's really because once you see the eyes of the beast inside you, the one that you've let run wild in your mind, you start to develop a confidence to face it. So the problem to this, or the solution to this problem, is to create small wins. And when you become your own worst enemy and your own harshest critic, create small wins. You know, when you're at war with yourself, within your own mind, it's often a feeling that's created because you haven't had enough small wins for yourself, which leads to feeling, you know, kind of lost or low confidence. You know, creating small wins are easy ways to boost your confidence, especially before you go into some big challenge. You know, for me, branching off, starting my own sports agency, you know, my small wins were simple and accomplishable. You know, I created a list of 10 to 20 players I was going to try and recruit, and I'd call one to two of them each day. And it was a small task, but it was accomplishable. And with each step, I knew I was making progress in the right direction. So maybe your challenge is, maybe your challenge is weight loss. You know, make a plan of small workouts or diet changes over the next 30 days and take small steps forward each day. It can be super simple, like, you know, walking for 10 minutes each morning or remove gluten from your diet for a week. Maybe, maybe your challenge is you know, starting your own business. Make a plan of the contacts you need to meet or a product you need to create. You know, call one to two of those contacts or spend 10 minutes, 30 minutes each day designing the product. Just do small steps daily. You don't need to make major changes, just small process-oriented wins that will allow you to achieve them every single day and eventually your confidence will start to grow and so will your skill. So you can scale it up from there. Now the second problem. Second problem you're probably facing is, you know, when I was scared to take that leap of faith and start my own agency, you know, all those negative thoughts stemmed from one common idea. You know, the idea of what are people going to think of me? You know, I didn't want to fail. I didn't want people to look at me like I was a failure. I wanted people to like me, right? I wanted my clients to like me. And ultimately, I was just scared that my best wouldn't be good enough. You know, I was scared that everyone else would say bad things about me. So the second problem that I faced, and the second one you're likely facing too right now, is that you care what other people think. You know, do you want people to like you? Do you want them to 
think you're the best at what you do? Do you want everyone to find value in what you do? Do you want to be appreciated for what you do? You know, sadly, all those things are a trap. You know, it leads to indecision, compromising of who you are, and passing on some of life's best opportunities and best learned lessons. But luckily, you can fix this too. So the solution to the problem is depersonalize criticism. You know, what are your biggest fears and insecurities? What are those things that you hide and you don't tell to anybody else? When it comes down to it, those things are all your business. If you don't want to share them, you don't have to. If you want to, you can, but you don't have to. They're your business and your business only. So why then does it matter what people think? Because what they think is their own business. You know, to be blunt, you have no right to care what people think about you. And frankly, you're never going to be able to will somebody to like you who's decided already that they don't. But that doesn't matter because their thoughts are their own and your thoughts are your own. It's not always easy to depersonalize the criticism, but it's required if you plan to have a happy and successful life with who you are. You can only put, you can only ever put your best foot forward and continue working on yourself to be better every single day. And if you do that every single day, your best will get better. So, as long as you focus on building yourself up every day, no matter what other people say, it shouldn't have an effect on you. You have to hold a burning belief in your heart and and prove it to yourself every single day by following through. And when you do this, what other people say will fade away and it won't matter anymore. So the third problem that you're probably facing right now. And right around the time when I was taking my leap to build the agency, and I was also working at a startup marketing company that was failing. You know, the company failing was, it was difficult. But the biggest problem that I had was that I didn't believe we were taking the right steps to save and rebuild the company. You know, what I was doing on the day-to-day as an employee, you know, I believe we were doing it wrong. You know, it wasn't aligned. And, you know, it, that, that unalignment of what we were doing and what I believed we should do, you know, it ate at my conscience. I felt as, you know, it was my fault the company was failing because we hadn't changed our internal systems. You know, looking back, you know, obviously there's only so much I can control, but, you know, my heart, I just didn't feel like I was giving my best ability. I felt like, you know, we, we were set up and the way we were set up only allowed me to give half an effort. And it bothered me. The disconnect between what I believed in and what I was taking action on was out of integrity. So likely the third problem you're facing right now is that you are out of integrity. Simply put, integrity is the ability to stand by an idea. You know, in your life, what are those things that are leading you to be out of integrity? Have you told people you're going to quit smoking, but smoke when no one's around? Do you keep giving advice to others, but find yourself not taking it? You know, locate those areas in your life where you're out of integrity, because there's always a way to correct it. So, the solution to this problem. Operate wholly and consistently. And I'll be the first to say that this is very difficult to do. Not only is it hard to stay completely consistent, but it's hard to take the first step even to define your values and virtues that you live by. You know, that takes a lot of deep digging. 
you know, the first step is to really just write it out. You know, what's your personal mission statement? Just a short paragraph that explains how you want to live your life and the values we don't operate by. And it's difficult, so start small. Now, even, even one or two values to work on each day is going to carry you a long way. And this is your own personal mission statement too. So you can go back and change it any time or make edits. You know, if it doesn't serve you, go back and change it. Make it better, improve it. That's what it's for. And the second thing you want to do is to act on the follow-through. So write out a contract with yourself, just a small contract with yourself. Put it on the same page as your mission statement. And write it out, sign it, and adhere to that mission statement. And post, post both of them in a spot where you can look at them daily. And each morning when you wake up, read through your mission statement. And before you go to bed each night, read it again. The more you do this, you know, the deeper it's, it's going to become ingrained into your subconscious. And then the easier it's going to become to follow. Track your progress. And when you feel you're ready to build upon it, scale it up. Now, if you follow these three steps to break through your low confidence barrier, your confidence is going to become to be supercharged. And you're going to be able to live more happy, more freely, and really true to yourself. Your life will start to change. So that's all I got for you today. I'm Travis. I love you guys. Have an awesome day.